So uh, I, I, Papa needs something a little cool to cool off. So I put something new in my mug. You can't nice. guess what it is. Let's see. Is that, it looks like from the top of it, looks like a hams. Nope. Miller High Life. Fuck. The, the champagne of beers. <laughs> champagne of beer. It actually has a champagne new design on the side. Nice. I used to drink uh, High Life all the time. Oh yeah, I did too when I was just a college college level. Not this is not speaking on you uh, on you or anyone who drinks it. Clearly, I'm drinking it now. But I drink a lot more when I was a college level maturity. Mm, yeah, it was so cheap, you know. <sighs> so cheap, you know. Tasted tasty, decent. ice it cold. Always made me want some pizza. <laughs> exactly. Welcome back to X Minutes. I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running single continuity superhero franchise we've got without a reboot. And the podcast, I'm still exhausted. Oh, I just hit a roadblock. The podcast and breaks it down one extraordinary minute at a time. I'm so sorry, Wolf. Wolf, what happened in this minute? So in this minute, it looks like we get an interaction with the senator and Magneto as the senator is locked away in Magneto's fortress after the experimentation. <clears throat> so at around two seconds, we see Magneto entering the senator's cell in his signature way, which is like, like opening the bars with his powers and closing them behind him. I mean, I don't know if closes them behind him just yet he does not yeah so those shoes that were in that cell belong to the senator well what i think happened was when the senator slips through the bars the shoes can't come as well the shoes can't fit so they probably <laughs> just fall off since his skin is more elastic at around 15 seconds is a really cool part when instead of just opening the bars like he normally does he just right? whips the whole fucking window thing out of the goddamn wall <laughs> He could have, if he wanted, bent the whole metal in, taken it out, and then put it back in and fitted it back if he wanted to, but... I I mean, I don't don't know what his, like... I mean, after ripping that out of the wall, how are you going to keep him captive in there? (laughs) You know, maybe he didn't think that one all the way through. But at around 20 seconds is when Magneto confronts the senator, and they have a bit of a conversation. The senator asks, what the hell did you do to me? Or what the hell have you done to me? And then uh, Magneto kind of points out how pointless it is for him to try to escape. He's like, who, who will take you in, you know, as this mutant? You know, you're not a human anymore. That may be why he was confident about ripping out the window thing. He didn't... Oh, yeah, he didn't think he was going pretty to sure. uh, yeah. jump. I mean, the senator didn't even protest when Sabretooth reached out to grab him. Oh, yeah, that is true. He may have just been scared of falling, though. Yeah, speaking of that, Sabretooth go, uh, reaches out to grab him and around 39 seconds but while grabbing him the senator begins to scream because he's in pain because his skin and his bones and everything are completely elastic i think stretch or, armstrong he's like or slow or like every or like uh, the molecules in his in his body are slowly turning to water for whatever reason which had me really curious because if they were to do this experiment for everyone and turn all humans into mutants would they they all manifest the same power of yeah 
Would they all just be jellyfish? They turn into jellyfish and then explode or whatever happens. Uh, But yeah. So yeah, at around 42, you see that vice grip that Sabretooth has on the senator's hand, which isn't doing anything Mm -hmm. but making it worse. And then the senator falls to what seems to be his death. Yeah, I would have made a joke about the vice grip and been like, yeah, because he's literally Magneto's vice president. But let's be honest, Mystique (laughs) would be Magneto's vice president. Mystique would be the vice president. Or the uh, mystique would be the first, uh, the first lady. Unless she's just that unnamed assassin that does the dirty shit. Right. But yeah. <laughs> and the look on Magneto's face at fifty nine. I think can, we can see that right. It might. It's just at the end of the minute. Just oh. Like a second. The very last second, yeah. He looks disappointed in Sabretooth. I mean, but then again, Sabretooth does have some magnificent backlighting from the moon's shine. That is cool. So at least that was good. But I like the line at the beginning when after he said, how are we feeling, Senator? Advanced, I hope. Mm. It just, you know, backs up more about his kind of superiority complex. And has he worn this outfit before? Because this is magnificent. I think he was wearing it when you did the experiment but let me see i can see easily oh i think you're uh he kind of seems to have like a sweater Mm. on a sweater oh yeah he has a gray sweater with like black bands on his arms and then black pants with knee-high leather boots so is that the same thing he was wearing in his office absolutely not so he's changed outfits three times so far yeah Hmm. but they are to be fair like i don't know it's at least two days in the office he has that red and black silky shirt but oh yeah so yeah in the experiment he kind of has an evil chris evans sweater from knives out (laughs) like a chris evans sweater craze (laughs) from knives out imagine that but evil which actually i think the chris evans sweater was also evil yeah spoilers (laughs) <laughs> no, he's a good guy. But this is but anyway. this that outfit that he's wearing in this minute is magnificent. Like it's a cape, but it cloaks over one shoulder yeah. and then goes under the right arm, and it's Dude, all it, like one piece. It reminds me of like I think it's one of the versions of M Bison from uh, what's that? Uh, you know M Bison from Street Fighter? Not really. Oh uh, well, yeah, M Bison. One of his outfits, he's like this evil general guy or whatever. But one of the outfits looks like really similar to this. Except it's like a lighter red and it's got like the it's got a shorter cape, but it's pretty similar. Alright, so but. we're gonna put a post on Instagram with this outfit and that M Bison outfit you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So go over there and tell us what you think about them. But also I was gonna say I have no knowledge about this, thankfully, and you'll understand why. But I wouldn't be surprised if this outfit reflected or emulated some styles from the Nazis. It Ooh. seems superiority complex. It seems first order it seems the empire kind of regal which is also reminiscent of nazis so i wouldn't be surprised if this was a subtle way to show that he didn't come out of that trauma in a net positive Mm. way you know how like some people pass down trauma or abusive tendencies Mm. to their children if they abuse their children those children are more 
likely to abuse their children, yada yada. Yada yada, mm-hmm. that sounds horrible. I'm, you know, it goes on and on. I wouldn't be surprised if with this outfit and other stylistic choices, if they were like, he took the wrong parts of that situation with him. Oh, yeah. Or if they that manifested is, really in his personality in the wrong way. Which we get more of that, like, more on the nose of that in mm-hmm. First Class, but... Yeah, how was that? I mean, that's one of the only reasons I really like First Class is just, like, the character development, you know? Mm. Yes. Oh, man. I'm so excited to get to First Class because it has Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. I've seen so many films with Zoe Kravitz, but now that she's, like, hitting those heights, like, high fidelity, and she's going to be Catwoman and everything, I'm loving then realizing where I've seen her from because I didn't connect her in First Class to her in Mad Max Fury Road, but now I do. And also stuff like Mad Max Fury Road, where they're literally in the middle of the Australian desert for like 10 months doing the most grueling stuff and she's a glorified pretty woman in the movie essentially Mm -hmm. you know the kernel of the idea for her and the other four wives is they are the most beautiful women and they're trying to escape Mm -hmm. so you know someone who is the daughter of such respected icons could totally be like no i don't want to be in the desert to be third fiddle and not even be the favorite of the wives you know mm-hmm. totally understandable i wouldn't want to do that i'd look horrible in those clothes <laughs> but i mean it, it, it speaks to her character too like she doesn't really need to like be in like the spotlight all the time yeah she she uh-huh. goes quality and yeah, she, but she, her in. character does move the story along as well so that's good yeah and uh i mean even after all that tom hardy thought the film was going to turn out to be garbage and then he saw the film and he was like oh nice well wow, that's actually pretty good yeah because you know the experience of doing that is horrible and yeah. you know miserable and nine ten months or whatever even him and charlie's didn't get along on the set because it was a miserable experience for them but the net God. result is i can only imagine so. well i mean charlie's should be used to it she's from like south africa and tom hardy is from well no tom hardy is english so no he's not used to that kind of way <laughs> is he english i didn't know that mm. yeah. tom hardy for bond i know right the only harder bond than daniel craig <laughs> <laughs> is the bond between me and my daughter. Yes. Ah, virtue signaling. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. All right. <laughs> There's no no kernels of anything, but have we gotten any closer to thinking of our stupid thing that we should do? Uh, I have not, but I will continue to keep that in mind. All right. If you go on Apple Podcasts and we have at least five reviews at the end of us recording this, we will both shave off a chunk of our beard, send it to each other in the mail, and eat it on camera. Hmm. <laughs> nope. That's not going to happen. I'll one-up you. Pews. <laughs> I was so ready for you it's to like, like, I'll one-up you. Not doing that. <laughs> it's like Im- immediately people are like... We get 300 reviews. God damn it. If we actually did that, which we won't, I would need you to FaceTime me from shaving it off, putting it in the envelope, sealing it up, and walking to a post office the entire time the envelope being in your hand. On camera. 
<laughs> and just uh, and then to I make still, sure. Yeah, and then I'm gonna find that I received two letters, and I'm like, God damn! You're like, fuck. Which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a horrible but idea. We will figure it out. We'll figure something out. Something chill, but but horrible. Something for that us. people. Yeah, but horrible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything. It's not related to X Men, but I thought waxing our chest. Hmm. Just a that, that would work, but that has nothing to do with X Men. <laughs> because no, no, well, like I mean, I my chest is already shaved, so I have to grow it out. But we could like <laughs> wax an X, wax an X. <laughs> that's horrendous. Maybe that's that would it. be insane. But now we got some more information about your your grooming habits. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am Wolf. I am Brian. I forgot to say, follow along in the minutes on Instagram at X Minutes. If you're listening on audio, please leave the audio rating or review. We're going to do some giveaway in the future at a certain number of ratings. So if you want to be entered in that giveaway, write a review and add your Instagram handle to it. And uh, if you're watching on video, please like, subscribe, and check out the other minute podcasts. They're really, really great. I am Wolf. I am Brian. And we're the best at what we do. But what we do is not very pickle. I'm wearing a pickle rick shirt for people on audio.